Welcome to Highly Educated, the podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sherman, and I have with me a very special guest, a legendary man of Bridgehampton, um, a chronic weed smoker, a businessman, Lennon Ficalora. Hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? Good. How you doing, Ryan? Yeah, you know. Thanks uh, for having me on. Yeah, of course. Smoking a little doinker here. Um, do we have a name for this? This uh, strain of things of which it is? That is um, Hectane the Gas Fino from Grand Flora is where the genetics come from. Ooh, getting very scientific right off the rip. See, that was, it's not no banana blueberry kush, all right? This is real. This is science, all right? This is science. This is an episode of science. So if you're not scientific, get the fuck out of here, okay? Yup. So Lennon, welcome. Lennon is a uh, member of our community. He has started uh, something really special and uh, Wampum, the business in Bridgehampton that's been around for quite some time now, um, also has a few other branches of industry, um, which, you know, we're excited to talk about today. And, uh, you know, I hope you guys uh, are ready for some good convo and some uh, weed talk because, you know, we're talking shop today. This is church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I guess we'll start, um, you know, just by uh, kind of getting your backstory, you know, uh, you know, what you, wh- where you came from, where's your roots, let's hear it. I'm from Montauk, OG, but then I grew OG, up OG, born Montauk. Yeah, I grew up half the year growing up in Olympia, Washington, like literally six months and six months, so from when I was like six. Was it a family thing? Yeah, it was family, like my dad got sick, and we, we'd run, the, we'd run a family hotel in Montauk, and then we still had a house on the West Coast. My parents were out there at the time. Right. When he got sick, and we would just go there in the winter. Yeah, Senator Mike. Um, so, yeah, it was a crazy childhood. And then, yeah, um, started, yeah, just moved out, like lived out here and back and forth. And then started Wampum. If you want to start Wampum, it was like 10 years ago now. We opened but Wampum. Fresh was the original. But fresh was the original brand. So, Fresh was the original brand. And you were saying like as early as so 2004? I'll, yeah, I think I incorporated in 2004. So I was in, I got sponsored skating really young at like 13 and was skating and traveling all over and getting sponsored and like going semi, like semi pro getting paid to skate contests and stuff. And then that's when I started fresh. I was like one of the board companies I rode for had a screen printing set up and I was like, oh man, like I want to start a company or like have a production company. I was doing videos and stuff. So I was like, fresh productions will be like my video company. And I just made a bunch of t-shirts and wherever I went, like I, they had like a map of the U.S. and like a west and east on the sleeves and we just i'd sell them wherever like literally out of the back of the truck like working at the skate park in montauk <laughs> shit like crushing it literally hustling out, out, well that's hustling. well you know we got to think about how important streetwear was in this era still is in this mm-hmm. era it's an if it's like you know it's like shoes it's an ever everlasting thing um you know yeah, so, so back in that era that was like you know if you had a screen printer that was, yeah, that it was, was a wrap that, you were the man so yeah <laughs> you, did you could that. make some shirts and then i got lyme's disease real bad in my knee Oh, wow. What? It took me out from skating for like a year. I could, like, yeah, it got really big. Like, my knee is like five times at one point, just swollen. I didn't know what it was for a while and then got that. Um, so I just went back to school, like, skate, took, took a took, couldn't really skate. So started working on movies again and um, went back to college and finished college. And then, like, the production company. What was the, what was the degree in? What'd you do? Uh, film and business. Film and business. Yeah. And then I moved out yes. to LA and I was working on movies and TV shows, working for a director, like for film, feature films. LA. Yeah. I so that grind. That's like a grind. Years. Yeah, it's a grind. When you want to get as close as you can to New York City, mm. grind, you go out in LA and you work in the film industry. It's the same. It's like being a finance guy, day in, day out. And I was at, like, the end of when music videos still had budgets. So it was, like, real grind days, like, 22-hour day, then... 20 hour days back to back like six hours in between Shit, right like lots of that but it was good as it, it builds character and it was awesome and then we um got an opportunity in bridgehampton my mom bought the building it was like um like there'd been someone in the backspace of her store and she was like if you, you to me and my brother if you guys want to try to do a brand or a store like you can have you like we'll give you a good deal on rent or whatever and yeah, so I stopped free. I was like freelancing full time at that point as camera, like DP and cameraman. And I came back and from LA and we started Wampum in 2011. Yeah, so fucking 10 And that years. was Crazy. that was that was a journey. So it was it was Yeah, it was a journey. We didn't know anything like what we were doing kind of. We knew we were going to make like we we're going to open the only skate shop cuz there's no skate shop in 
out east. Like, like designated skate shop. Yeah, like, like actual there was plaza sports. Sell, yeah, like. But that was like you had, you know, you could buy surfboards and wetsuits and. They were trying to charge like and, 20 bucks for a short sheet of grip at plaza at the time. Like crazy. Like three-year-old boards like nothing so like you, there was nowhere to get boards anywhere you so think you were you had trying to, go to be to the like, first out there to we're be the like, only in the hamptons i think the only there was like the zoo, you were trying to be the, the there was something like shop. an hour and a half if you went towards the city it was like the closest like and real anything shop. east there was nothing yeah right. real skate shop there's like surf shop we weren't gonna sell surfboards or anything and you guys had that pop-up you guys have had a, a bunch of pop-ups throughout the years just pop-up stores all throughout you know yeah, we've had stores all over New York. We had like five stores at one time operating at the same time. How was that? Was that a nightmare or what? Crazy. I was just driving inventory around between like <laughs> everywhere, like Staten Island. Like you were just driving shelter, around a box yeah, truck. Montauk, pretty much. Yeah, just same uh-huh. truck I started selling t-shirts out of. Just hustle. Um, yeah, that's it was the grind. cool. Yeah, but so, that's how it is. Yeah, retail is just a crazy. It's it's a lot inventory management. Like Huff, Huff told me when we started, we were talking with him, RIP. But yeah, he'd be like. How do you manage inventory? I'm like, I have no idea. This is horrible. <laughs> Every month. Well, any, yeah, great, great, uh, you know, any any kind of great place, great restaurants, yeah, great everything. Uh, inventory is is key. If you don't have good inventory, you're gonna you're gonna be fucked up. Yeah. So we started selling like all streetwear brands, like nothing you could get, like stuff you wouldn't be able to get out of here at the time. And like some some like cool brands and like just all sorts of stuff, like full pack store. And then slowly we're like, all right, well, mostly what we're selling is our own shirts. Because we made our own shirts from the start and like skateboards, and we're like, okay, that's really what people want. And like this other stuff's a headache. So like by like year three, I think, or four, we were hundred percent wampum besides like skateboards, hard goods and like shoes. And now, stuff. how did you, how did you source all of that? Like, how did you like get about going to get the, you know, custom made skateboards, custom made, you know, shirt custom, well, the shirts you made, but all the other gear, the hats, the wallets, the keychains, the, the, you know, all the shit that you've made throughout the years, you know, was that a difficult process to source all that and start that? Yeah. And, um, yes, for sure. It's always a process. Like to get one little thing done, it could be like 50 emails sometimes. Um, Even and we've gone through a bunch of different suppliers and now, now we have really good manufacturing we're happy with set up. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. There's, there's no really cheat codes to it. I mean, unless you just have un- unlimited money and don't care. Right. So if you're trying to scrap and do it from the beginning, you just got to take the, take the brunt and uh, mm-hmm. answer 50 emails to get some shit done. Bridgehampton Basement, we just started printing tees there. I was like, we, we borrowed Basement. someone else's screen print for the first run in Montauk Basement. Under where Earth, you know, Earthly Soul used to be, actually. Oh, what? Yeah, so, yeah I used to ride cool. for them. And stuff. That's pretty cool. That's a, that's a pretty cool uh, back Super backstory. throwback for yeah. East, East End. Um, but yeah, we did like our first run in there. Charlie Lee did all, does like, did all the graphics for us the first run. Um, he, he's like been the main artist for the brand. And, um, yeah, we just started there and then we, we'd set up in the basement in Bridgehampton and then we had it in the store for a little bit. Now we, now we have a spot in the city we work with, so that's good. Yeah, that's, that's great it, to have the whole setup yet, you know. So now that Wampum has, uh, you know, kind of transcended into this brand, the skate brand out here, you know, pretty mm-hmm. much the name, um, kind of what that means for the community, you know, like you guys, uh, you know, kid needed a board. It's like, it was like Crossroads music was for musicians, you know. Shout out to Mike Clark. You know, it was like a, a, a it was, you were the Lone Ranger, the shop that like your kid, yeah. you, you break your skateboard, go there, get a wheel, get a whatever. Yeah, we'll fix get your board a, for Fix free. your we shit, like grip tape, like whatever, you know, all the essentials. Yeah. You know, here's some fresh shit that you can like show off to your friends. Like, oh, you got the wampum thing. Oh, you got the, the pocket tees are always the fire. I think that's my favorite wampum line of anything is the wampum pocket tee line. Yeah, they always sell really fast. Crazy. Those things are, I still have them from when they, like, I have all my shirts. They, they last. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a big thing. Dude, so even I, the ones that I've ripped holes in by accident, like, they still last. Like, they don't keep ripping. They're just, the hole is just like a little hole. I look like one of those fashion gurus with the f- fake rips in my jeans. You know, I look like the. That was one of the things. We, like, really took our time. Like, we spent years, like, getting the quality on everything, like, really, really dialed. So, like, the cuts are all, like, our own cuts. And everything's cool. So, nothing's, like, sheet cut or cookie no, cut. you're not or getting, bullshit. like, gilded in or. Right, Hanes, Hanes, Hanes fucking Hanes extra fat tea ups. or whatever. Nah, I want your shit to last. Sometimes too long because you're wearing shirts from like 10 years ago still, so. Well, I'm wearing, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm literally living proof wearing the shirt right now that's like 10 years old because that's just like the quality of it. Like, you made a product so good that you, you know, it's like a, my MacBook. I've had this MacBook, I've had, it's a 2012, and that thing is still cooking like it's brand that's new lucky. that's rare it's macbook dude it's they they just make all, all you got to do is swap the battery swap the hard drive and that shit just you it's a brand new computer how you doing yeah i wish 
Imagine if you could do inventory like that. Yeah, yeah let me just does. get another thing. Let's just get a robot. I need a robot. Oh, you need you need you want automation? Are you pro automation in the workplace? Um, oh yeah, God. for sure, absolutely. In farming, it's so oh, cri- so critical. Farming, farming what, sir? Farming what? Farming what? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> He's not farming tomatoes, guys. He's farming a substance yeah, also so known as cannabis. 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 Weed pot. Pot. P O T. Mary Jizzle. Gas fire. Gas. Um, schmoke, schnitzel, you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, if you're German, do you call it schnitzel? I don't know. I don't, I, know. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Do German people even smoke weed? I don't think so. That's why they're like really good in the economy because nobody's high. Probably. They're all just numbers people. Weird. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so uh, Lenin also, aside from having like a, a streetwear board shop, like awesome skate shop for the community and this brand... He also, it's a head shop, so it doubles as a place where you can, yeah, you we know. Are, a year and a half ago, we put in a head shop. And it's been, yeah, it's so been a awesome year and a half in now. Yeah, right? so like a year and a half from, from now, yeah, or from, yeah, from today. We uh, <clears throat> did, we added a head shop. We worked with Long Island Glass, so we went to like, what's the best, like local glass blowers in, in Long Island, and there's a factory, like a little studio, Long Island Glass, and they do like Long Island Quartz, which are quartz bangers for dabs. Right, like just really, really respected, like world, world renowned. So we went to them. Like we had some fr- mutual friends. We're like, yeah, if you're gonna do this, you do it with them. We did it. We tested it out. Like they helped fill us up, like laced us up, and it's just kind of taken off from there. We've transitioned about half, like half the store to the head shop now. So it's it's pretty awesome. Half head shop, half skate shop. Yep. Honestly, what more yeah. could you want out of a shop? For real, aside from like a massage parlor, maybe. But like, what else? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Try not to add too much more stuff. It's pretty. Yeah, you can go vertical. You can just keep building up. Yeah. You know, you just. Just add the lounge. Yeah, just add the lounge on the roof or like dig out a basement, you know. Yeah. We got the outback patio for sure. We're going to start doing like shows again and stuff. We used to do a lot of parties. That's that's cool. You know, that's that's a cool thing. I think the community needs more shit like that, that you can go to, have fun yeah. with your friends. and Get out of the house. Know, get out of the house. Safely. Right. And it's just pot. It's just a little P.O.T. Yeah. So it's know? pretty awesome. And yeah, New York's now jo- joining slowly. New York has joined the club. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in an era of, of bliss, I think, right now. I think that has sparked an era of magic. Um, truly. I think it was like the candle that just lit the, you know, the whole thing. I think that's uh, it's pretty the Olympic torch. <laughs> it's the Olympic torch, honestly. It's setting off a movement of... Because New York was big. Because yeah, it's going to be big. New, well, just New York making a statement and being legalized now recreationally this like in an even more progressive way than any other state... Well, it was huge that has the now Me allowed Too it. scandal that got the governor to yeah to get agree to the enough good to rule. agree to it. The yeah. other rules were horrible. We yeah, would have been like Florida, like five publicly traded companies having all the everything if we'd gone the other route. So yeah, so, see, that's awesome. so you're not a Cuomo fan. I'm not. I don't care. I'm 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 a I'm a, I'm a nomo. I'm a no yeah. Cuomo fan. I'm not really a fan. I mean, I think most New Yorkers now are not really a fan after all the shit that's kind of transpired. <laughs> he goes Andrew right Cuomo. now Andrew until Cuomo. the next thing. The next I week. love the the photos of him everywhere, look peeking, peeking over the fence. Like, oh, dude, epic. people everywhere were fucking with him. Liars when it first started, love they it. had Cuomo chips, and it was like you had to get the chips. Remember, like, oh, yeah, you, like, you buy, can't like, have a beer; you have to buy a bag of chips or like a dude. When you seen kids at Memory Motel stacking sandwiches last summer, be sorry for them. No, you are, no. dude. Know that it's changed. <laughs> I honestly think Brian did that as a joke just to be like, dude, you know what? Fuck these guys. We're going to make sandwiches. Like, fuck you. Like, it's just amazing. the cheapest possible thing. Well, I had EJ on, and he said the talk house turned into a thing, and they used to do, like, just wraps. I was listening to that. That was cool. And sandwiches. What's up with the lobsters, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, steak and lobsters in the back. Steak and lobsters. That's, like, everywhere, though. Like, I think. There's some L.A. spots like that where you can literally eat in a parking lot and get some, like, steak and lobsters That's and some, true. like, bougie-ass, like, low-key low profile shit and you're like what steak yeah. and lobsters in a parking lot next to a dumpster what's going on here <laughs> the vibe yeah but the east all... end's going through so many phases i feel like like the there's... east end is changing like crazy we got to talk about that so yeah. obviously you've been in the community forever with a store like you've been yeah. on the storefront you've been on the retail main street like bridgehampton for a while yeah what have you noticed in the transitions yeah everyone's cool um yeah, the blog's cool. Bridgehampton's kind of chill because it hasn't really changed. Like, there was like, 
the commons kind of stays the same because you can't have anything you can really expand it, right? That's on the other side of town, so we're not over there. And then our side of town's like kind of expanded. They wanted to put in like a Seven Eleven or something, which got busy. But then all these old ladies like picketed, and then now they just put in that building. It's like more law offices, I think. Yeah, right across like right the where the old where the old, old beer distributor used to be. Yeah, that little building. Yeah, like that was cool actually. Those dudes are the man. Yeah. Wow. That. That's that where you can get like a beer. thirty rack for twenty. Bucks. I remember so buying like play. Sparks there. Yeah, you can get everything. Like good. back like when they we were in high, like Sparks. Shit. Remember Sparks? Yeah. They used to turn your tongue like green or orange, whatever the fuck it was. They had like an orange can. All the yeah. bubs drank it. Were those the like Ford Loco days? Like yeah, Ford it was like pre Ford Loco. I think it was uh, pre Ford Loco. Ford were they Loco. had no booze in them. Just the, you're talking about the Mountain Dews. It had like things. malt lick. It had like some kind of fuck me up alcohol in it. I don't know what I it never was. Got into that. Oh my god, it was gnarly. But the Ford Loco era. Remember when they first too. came out? And it was like it was poisonous. Like the things it was like, illegal, they had like, like legal yeah, the, meth in them, and they were like, bro, Ford Loco this. now is how like Delta Eight weed is in the city right now. It's like this gray. Well, it's legal right now until next week probably, but. They like just backdoor anything, like oh, it's like kind of like probably. I think they backdoor like vapes, like the, the flavored vapes everyone's addicted to. Oh, like you, all you what, sell. like Juul or the weed ones? Like no, like tobacco ones and stuff. To tobacco, all the tobacco vapes. Because you can't put fruit in a tobacco flavor thing. So like, it's so funny. Wait, you can't put fruit in a tobacco flavored vape. Hmm. Well, like, it's like illegal for kids. Oh, regulations! The, wow, you can't make it flavored. That's crazy. So how does Jewel Pot anymore. and all them? How That's they... why all those mangoes, like last year, they were going for like fifty bucks because they it was like right. Before so if you go into a store out. right now, Seven Eleven, whatever, you can't buy like a flavored Jewel cartridge. No, seriously, I didn't even know that was a thing. I feel ignorant. I don't even. I never knew. That's yeah. Weed. The weed's crazier. The tr- regulations change all the time. Is is so okay? So explain. Do you want to get into weed? Yeah. So you're you. I mean. So I started. Talk about this weed co, the fresh weed, productions. Fresh. So yeah, fresh productions. So in Washington State, I was a resident, and when weed became legal in was it 2014, um, I was number like 60 licensed for a producer processor. So like, holy shit! Yeah, how'd you I, get so high up on the list? I Who'd just went fast. Nothing. Did everything myself. All the applications, everything. I no lawyer, no legal zoom, no nothing. No, nothing. Legal everything. zoom wasn't even a thing back then. No, I don't know. No lawyers, nothing. Did everything. Um, I got. I helped like my man went to the DMV, I, filled I out some through, paperwork. Yeah, used it. I helped at least out my friend's mom's farm to keep her from like getting it bankrupt, and we like put, built out built out the farm and everything there. What? That's a story. Oh god, that was gnarly. So that ended up turning out horrible. Never help people like that because they'll just fucking stab you in the back in the end. Ooh. But um, yeah. yeah so that was like stage <clears throat> one. So we we did the first like year there. She got super crazy. Right before harvest, like I hired her as a grower. Like how she was like, she was like supposed to be doing what no one. Little green doing. thumb. Yeah, and then I had to like fight her. She was trying to use like some poison on the plants, like at the end, like some neem oil. Right. Which don't ever use this if anyone tells you to. What does that do? Neem what oil. Does that do for it's, growers. For so growers of it's marijuana? like it makes your plants look really shiny. It sh- it it can help with like powdery mildew or pests. Like people use it as an IPM, which is like integrated pest management. Right. But it's really poisonous shit. It like kills bugs i mean kills uh, bees which is really bad and then the worst part is it, it's systematic so it gets into your plant and then you're like smoking it's not really good to smoke or you're like even in the extracts like you can't really extract it from the cannabinoids so like it's just gnarly like not something you want to do don't ever use it it's there's so, so many better options lesson right there for you all that want to grow weed or have a weed business don't ever do that major key yeah major um, key so, all right, so you, so that so broke yeah, up, that and then you started out. your own, six, now, yeah, now break then, on to the so new. So then, yeah, we, like, went through that first couple of years, then I brought on investors, we moved, expanded the farm, and, yeah, it's been good since then. And uh, how, how many, how many acres is this farm? Are you allowed to? This, my original this license thing? is two acres, and then there's six other licenses at this spot. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, cool. uh, So, yeah, help set all that up, and then, in the meantime, work with a bunch of other licenses, helping get them get set up, or profitable. There's a lot of people bail, so... And you sell it all uh, recreationally That's to all recreational. wholesale, you we, know. We, we'll, be, we'll either sell to a, a distributor, now that we have, like, a hard volume, or you'll package it into, like, literally into 80 grams. Like, the first year, we were, like, bagging up grams and shit, like, pre-rolls. And so you're doing it, like, real mom and pop. Yeah, yeah, like mom and pop. That's the, the mom bags, and pop of the weed. Thing. You got to seal it. You got to do the whole thing. 
And then what? What's Seed the process of automation? So how and does then, it? And well, then to, to the store, and then the store sells it. But who who does the packaging? Like, how do you harvest? Is it a? a what do you mean? We like, did all that. So you everything, but not in-house. not always. Sometimes we'll bulk sale flour or stuff for concentrates like material. Oh, okay. So material oh, is also a big part of the business. It's yeah. not just like the everything production money. of. Right, you got whatever. Well, you Well, you're like little stuff. Yeah, you have grades. And then you have your own product line, like of yeah. different products. Yeah, so I did have. like the first lip balm, recreational lip balm and lotion in the state. So it did really good. So yeah, wow. we made those and packaged them up. And can you can you give us the name? Huh? Those were those are done under fresh weed. All that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the brand. So that's that's all under that's all under fresh. And and but why come we don't see this in? Uh, well, we haven't seen it in New York because it hasn't been legal. Now no, that it is legal, here. will you be shifting your? I might just, we might, we're deciding that now, either if we're going to do like producer processor. There's a grow. lot of cheap land in upstate New York, my friend. Shit, I don't want to go upstate. It's too much like Washington. I'm trying to be in New York, bro. I like it out here. <laughs> my man's trying to buy a to farm on Long Island, ladies and uh, gentlemen. And uh, Or we'll just try to turn, like, get a store, like do the store route. And, oh, do a store. Like an L.A. joint, like a yeah, real a L.A. joint, like, like a real dispensary. Yeah, do it properly. Uh, nice. That's so, out. We'll see. Yeah, and then the store's doing good, so just we're doing so, a whole new line coming out next week. Yeah, and and then so obviously now we're collabing. You're collabing with the brand both ways. You know, you're basically yeah. managing this retail front while also managing this other business while also you know how do you how do you stay on top of all this shit? Do you have a lot of cadets in control? Like, who do you? What do you? Uh, how yeah. do you stay alive here? What do you? Uh, just stay swimming. Stay swimming. <laughs> Don't stop moving. Hustle. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got some good people in place. Yeah. Everywhere. Like the farms run and by my partner and everything's dialed and it's, we have, um, I'm out there when I need to be. And then we got good, good team in the store now. And, um, yeah, working on expanding, like I do stuff in California. So we're going to be, we're, we're probably going to drop uh wampum cannabis pretty soon as uh, like a, its own brand. Out a there. wampum brand cannabis out in Washington. It'll be in Cali probably in Washington and then in Washington. And then eventually that'll come to New York. Now, what what's the what's the lower tax rate states for marijuana? Is it all the same? Is it similar? Everything's different, and Everything then you're going to get screwed federally too as a business. So it's just a lot of bullshit. Yeah, it's lots of you don't get standardized uh, standardized deductions, so it hurts. Right, you're paying. Right, you're ready to pay. You're paying handsome, and the, and it changes. Like if you're going to do this, like you have to be like water because the market's always changing. Like even when we started, we were originally paying twenty five percent of every sale, which was crazy. And then they got rid of that and rolled it into the excise tax. Now it's like 33% it's point of sale. So like that changed over like a six month period, but there's been like changes every six months over the last what five years, six years. So seven years, whatever. You just have to be like water. Like yeah. Bruce Lee says, yeah, be like water. That's crazy. That's wow. And now they have stuff like you can introduce terpenes like Delta eight's the big thing right now. It's like legal cannabinoids, right? Derived from hemp because technically the law says that only Delta eight is, or is le- it's illegal or I mean Delta nine is what that's what gets you high like in weed that's normal that's what's illegal so Delta eight's legal and you can make it from hemp which is federally legal right but the problem is that you can also make it in China in a lab because they grow more hemp than anybody they grow like millions of acres like it's insane because they're smart yeah because they can do it for nothing like there's so much land in millions China. of organic acres like Right, Straight there's up, millions like, of millions, acres like, of land in China. Like, there's no space. There, yeah, crazy. A, more space than so you ever need. So they can take that and send it. And then, so a big thing in Washington was some farms got caught taking that, and you're not supposed to, but they taking it and then putting it into, like, they were actually flipping it back to Delta 9, but you can fl- do the same thing with 8. And they were taking it, putting it into the recreational market, which is, like, a big, like, you're, so, like, this is something. Big, that, big problem. Yeah, so this is a big issue. Like, like that's just what happened, like, in the last month. So that's always something new. So, so yeah, now you got to be really careful where you get your so your yeah, stuff really from. be careful. Like, yeah, so much stuff. Like, yeah, if you don't know where your stuff's coming from, there's that's yeah, what DJ was saying. So Keep your stuff organic, baby. Poison. Yeah, there's so much poison in weed right now, just in the ways you grow weed and like people who are in it. So for the money. how can so how can somebody if I want to grow weed in New York because now that it's legal, I can. Um, you know, no, technically, well, I know you have to wait. So if you have a medical card, you're allowed to start growing. As soon as the first recreational sale, which is a ways away. 18 months or something, right? 16 Probably months. Probably like three years. But You think? Yeah, they don't even have a board. No one will, no one will accept the position of the head board, scared. dude. Why don't you take it? I don't know. I'd rather have a store. 
<laughs> I'd rather sell the. I'd rather sell weed. You're if smart. you're on the board, you can't sell weed. I don't know. Yeah, fuck. Maybe I gotta be on the board. Damn, I'm fucking up. I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah they're no they're I, fucking up. I mean, so so that's crazy. So okay, but regardless of the legality of it, yeah, yeah. you know, for hypothetically, if we're talking about you're hypothetically grow growing in some legal weed situation outside in your backyard, hypothetically, a plants, yeah. how you know a couple plants, how would you go about doing this if you're a regular Joe, average Joe? I mean, I don't e- know a guy that like. So you, the easiest you know? way would be to do a basics if you want to go easy and not have to get tech and just do a basic super soil mix that has most of your feed in it and let them rock in that for pretty much just water. If you can get a really good mix with like everything in it, and then just get them a basic feed towards the end and it should should be good. And then train your plants. Google a bunch on like femming and topping and depending on your setup or where you're at. And. If it's an outdoor setup, clean your middle of your plants out. It's gonna make all your buds better. Clean the middle, like 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 kill you know, everything in the middle. No, like just the middle of the plant. Like reach in and don't make your trees like bushes, not like Christmas trees. Top your plants. No top heavy. You want a chode plant. Even canopy. Even canopy. I'm sorry, that's the scientific name. That's uh. So so I think a lot of people are starting to get into this trend of of wanting to grow weed, you know, yeah, in their houses awesome. and stuff. Cause it's, it's, it's easy. Even mom and dad get involved. You know, there's a whole, like there's, it's like a family thing now. People are all like, Hey, what do you, Oh, let me help. Uh, you know, somebody do, you know, somebody likes to garden. It's like, I feel like moms and shit. They like to garden, you know, it's beautiful. Flower. They're one step away from growing pot. That's so, it's kind of crazy how, how the markets erupted. And, and I've seen the shift because when I lived in California for those years, I, I, saw like the real classic. I remember my first time walking into a real dispensary after I got oh, my yeah. medical card. I went and saw some phony ass doctor <laughs> that had a little tiny shoebox office in the middle of like, I got one you of know. Venice Beach before. Your knee hurts? Boy's your knee. Or, <laughs> yeah, this chronic pain. All right. I just told him anxiety. I think that was all I said. I said anxiety every time. It helped me with my Lyme so much. I'd be like dead tired and the only thing like keep you awake. That's it's. I think it's very medicinal. I think it's a lot more medicinal than people give it. Oh, extremely the hoot for yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I think people are so skeptical. And it's like don't recreational is just fight a better way science. of people getting their medicine. So it's just better. Like the way that the medical is set up now, it's so like I think like it's backwards. That the, I th- you know what it is? Balance. I think it's that they knew how good it is medically that they were like, you know what? We'll just make it recreational if they're not gonna, if they're not, if the politicians aren't going to pass yeah, it. We'll just like, make it recreational. No, we'll just push it so it's like and then we'll just push open, it like yeah. it's. Open and then we don't need it to be medical because it's recreational. Grow it like tomatoes, you know. Right, throw it in your backyard, smoke it, and it's healthy. It's a medicine. Like you're not going to kill the market on tomatoes, right? See, this is people are way more connoisseurs for weed than tomatoes, so you're not stressed. So what does that do? Does the legislation even matter at that point? I don't know. Federally, it still matters because once it does, but then they're going to take a piece, right? Uh, Everyone, that's all government does. They're the only ones who win. They're the only ones who win. You heard it here first. Well, probably not first, but you've heard it here. Always win, except for that one in Canada. Did you read that? There's some uh, what uh, Tilray? No, some Canada Ooh. Providence took over a store and then managed to lose like millions. Of, didn't even make sense. They lost money selling weed. Selling first weed. people ever. The government, even they fucked that up. Fuck. Yeah, that's not Canada. What are you doing? Canada's got a lot of crazy weed stocks, though. So if you are a company like Tilray that sells weed. And you can't federally be listed on the exchange and take money through an open exchange in, in America. You got to be in Canada where it is legal federally. So that's why all, all the stocks you're trading, wheat stocks, almost all of them are listed through a Canadian exchange. Canadian exchange. So you, you can't, it's not, uh, it's not listed like other, other. It's not like on the NASDAQ or right. SP. Weed right. maps is. Weed maps, but they're not plant touching. I own uh, Weed Maps uh, stock, so let's talk about Weed Maps because <laughs> I would love that. Uh, weed Maps, guys, uh, ticker is uh, Maps M A P S. Um, it was the blank check stock company SSPK formerly. Which correct? Would, if you don't live in a weed recreational state and you really don't know what Weed Maps is, because or or you can't function like in Weed Maps like how you would want to because there's legality issues. Like in California, when I was there, there was all these like little weird roadblocks. And this was like 2000, as late as 2018, there were still like some roadblocks where, you know, you couldn't specifically get certain things. Like you had to, like there was all these little bullshit things you had to do to, to jump hoops. Yeah. Regulations. And um, 
at the time you still needed your you know your weed card even yeah, in California card. you still yeah. needed your medical and the deliveries you know weed maps is basically essentially like a a, a Grubhub or a Yelp it's not like not a Yelp Google Maps Yelp yeah Google Maps weed. Yelp hybrid for weed um, and I know that sounds and when like, the, when oh, the, the stores the are difference? fully interacted it works great because they can do a full menu live menu they can do store live menu exactly live menu is amazing if the stores are doing that yes inventory again a lot of stores can't do it lists like it wasn't it was just like text lists with pricing next to it and like you're like going on craigslist yeah it was like you're going on craigslist now it's very updated but that was when weed maps was like originally you know kind of really building their roots yeah we were one of the first brands fresh was on weed maps as a brand go on here guys and you just check the specials every day for your area and they'll show you what places have like the fire cheap ounce for the day or like the, the buy, buy, spend this much money, get a free cartridge or like they always told you what the deal was. So me and my buddies would just go and buy deal a hop. new deal, yeah. new deal hop. Yeah. And that's sure. how you would survive off like spending cheap, you know, cause we just with a bunch know, of shitty spend a lot of money on weed. Cheap, it's expensive. So you, right. So you just buy all these cheap specials <laughs> from everywhere. That's all we did is just special hop. But yeah, Weed Maps is great because it gives you reviews. It's like directions. You can yeah, call, direct number. It gives you a full live menu. It's like this whole thing built around it. And they're the only company doing this. That's like a real build. That's good, yeah. And they're a tech shop. Like they're tech heavy. It's not like they're a um, weed company and they're focusing on growing or any of these other logistics. No, it's just tech. They're just focusing on tech, which is a lot less overhead. So that's where they gain that space. That's where they gain that money back is, is in their, you know, lack that yeah. they need an overhead and stores pay them an insane amount of money to be listed high right it's like so Google. that there's premiums like to be the gold the best one in every town it's like you don't even want to know how much You're, money they pay per month it's insane how much money you guess i don't know um it's a lot it's a like, lot per month it's like a medium-sized city in washington a while ago it was like 50 grand a month <sighs> Now what's the One average? Store. Now what is the average Every store? Is paying to what's list. the average store do in, in I don't a know. Sale? Don't quote me on that. Um, I mean, it's all that's all public information. Um, it's it just depends location. There's stores doing a couple million a month in Washington. Wow, a couple million a month. That's just like a ballpark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like so twenty million a year, thirty million. Twenty thirty million a year, and you got a hundred shops in the state. Got like five hundred shops. Some shops aren't doing that. Five hundred shops. That's I think a now lot of shops. A lot, yeah. Now is it like? Is it, do you it's think we're getting, state, now, now, now to, to draw this back, do you think we're getting to a point where it's like, can there be a time where there's just like, you know, how there's delis everywhere that sell beer, you know, yeah. is there going to be a time where there's just like so many weed shops that it's going to be like that? Like it's all bodegas. I think like, do you fear that. Um, no, I mean, there's so many smoke shops since COVID like smoke shops. If you owned a smoke shop in the city, I think you made a lot of money during COVID because it never closed. And then everyone's going to go to them because there's nothing like little deli bodegas smoke shops. Right. So like half of them that were like more dependent on like, I think the work crowds went out of business and the little ones that were lean have like it blown up like crazy. Right. Like there's like probably 20 times the amount in the city now. So it, it's interesting. Like the, that's well, already probably like bought the up all that, Well, they it. bought up all that cheap. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Commercial real but estate. there's so much empty commercial real estate. In the yeah. I mean, it tanked. So people are buying it up left and right because it's cheap. Yeah. Just rent them out. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, there's gonna be. I don't. For Have you New thought York, about reopening no a space way. in the city now? Because yeah, it's we cheap. were we were about to right before COVID. We're still looking at it. You're still looking at. Okay, we were like so you might, about to. Sign you were on Cleveland. Place. Yeah, Cleveland Place, right down from Supreme. Right down from Supreme when they were down there. That was a great little. Yeah, it was shop. awesome. That was a cool shop, and you guys yeah, got cool. a lot of good press there. That was you guys yeah, shot movies, awesome. a cool yeah. skate video. I remember there. We're, Long Island Medium came on the store and did it. We were on like the best of Long Island Medium. That yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. They're cool. Did Action Bronson do something? Yeah, Action came through. Yeah, I remember that too. That Action was Montana. great. We like shut down the block one time. That was, <laughs> and you were across from that taco spot, right? It was like Ooh. that food spot. Oh, that what was that taco spot? Lasquinas right there, and then is it still uh, there? Yeah, that's still there. And then Southside oh. R.I.P. That was the club across the street. Wow. So yeah, it was, it was good times. Yeah, yeah. That that was a whole transition. I mean, that you know, going through these times and and navigating these all these businesses through COVID must have been insane, man. I mean, only on a regular year, I could imagine how crazy all this is. Yeah, but co- with COVID. Yeah, it was crazy. It was just being being closed was weird. And just now, did you, did you shut city. down? You all farming, or is it all? No, farming's essential, so we never shut down for a day. You can't plants will die. You can't make us do that. It's illegal. <laughs> plant, it's not American. Plant, it's not American. Plants will die. <laughs> All right. Plants aren't waiting for it's you. It's science. Fuck out of here. Damn. 
So, okay, so COVID didn't even really affect the business, like, on no, that oh, side. No, well, COVID tripled the, I mean, I think COVID across every part of the weed business in the United States doubled. Well, yeah. Everybody, everybody was what, home, everyone was freaking out, and hang out, and get your anxiety down, chill with your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your significant other, you're, you're hanging out, you gotta smoke, you gotta chill after a long shitty day at work on the 9 to 5 and COVID, or you had to video chat all day with your, you know, with your kids screaming in the background, you're at work, you know, that this, it was a hard year for so many parents and teacher, dude, imagine the teachers this year that had to deal with COVID, like, Virtual teaching and, and keeping kids engaged in yeah, be plastic cubes in the classroom. Like, shout out to teachers. Yeah, like, always dude, shout out to teachers. Oh, my God. Like, it's like drinking me. a beer. It's the same thing. Get That's me. what pisses me off. Because any any of those professions, you can drink a beer, you know? Why can't, yeah. you, why can't you just be a little high? Not on the job. I'm talking like in your personal life outside of work. Why do you need to be drug tested? I don't know. Like in your personal life, personal like if yeah, if you come into work high and you act like an idiot, yeah, that's grounds to be fired because you're an idiot. But like, if you don't act like an idiot or just don't get high before work and just smoke after work or whatever it is that you choose to do, you know, it's like you shouldn't be fired. No, or and like, at least we're shifting that way. I think slowly. we're shifting. So, we still got how many years bad. left? I don't know, decades. Decades. That's just being pessimistic. We'll I, be good. I, are it's you a pessimist better. naturally? No. no. Optimist? Yeah. I'm more Realist, pessimist. Maybe. Realist. That's a good. Depends. Trust Realist is just like a scared term to say scared. pessimist. Like, like, like moderate's a scared term to say you're liberal. <laughs> They're kind of scared, so they just say moderate, you know? Just roll with it. They roll with it. Yeah. They I'm roll not, with it. Not so, too much one way. So, for the branding in this era... I feel like the weed branding has like kind of been crazy. You, you go into all these shops, you see all this bullshit branding and marketing and all natural. It's like what's happening with food. When you go into a grocery store and you see all natural this and they can lie about it or if it's like 2% that or, you know, everything's bullshit. So how do you navigate around the bullshit and, and call oh, some man. shit out right now that That's you find bullshit? The CBD world right now. So we have one. Call out the we, Fugazi we, yeah, there's some in the Fugazis. market. Um, yeah, so we have a new brand, Wand CBD. We're, we're selling in Walmart. Wand. Wand oil, yeah. Wand oil natural. CBD is a fresh production brand. Yeah. How can um, they get that? Uh, we have, an, we have it in, in Bridgehampton right now and then online soon. Beautiful. Um, all natural, organic hemp oil, everything organic. Um, yeah, there's some, some people, like some local farmers near us who are uh, spiking their stuff with Chinese Chinese Ooh. imported. You hear that? Out, so shots some, fired. I'm not going to call it names. We're not. Uh, we're not calling anybody out. But there's some. There's some. Yeah. F- don't believe everything you hear. There's Definitely some boo boo going around. Find a good source and and uh, ch- check check everything. Is there's the good a good source? Is Wampum in Bridgehampton? Yeah, uh, where's the address? Plug it. Two four eight seven Main Street. Two four eight seven Main Street in Bridgehampton, New York. Across uh, from Starbucks in the parking lot. Right across from Starbucks. Right in the back of the parking lot, there's a sweet little head shop back in there. Get some gear, get some paraphernalia, get some info, get some get some info. Super knowledgeable staff and uh, yeah, yeah. So wait, gear. so talk about the brand. So the brand launched that the wand. Yeah, so we launched the wand last year. It's been doing really good. Just just um, we just do carts and like just oil, just uh, ingestible CBD or whatever. Just, just you can do it on. It's topical or whatever. Now topical. I have two questions because I have a father that has really bad arthritis. Um, yeah. He's a builder his whole life. Now, is there is there creams and stuff that he can purchase that? Yeah. That- so you can use like I'll give you some. You can try it out for him. You can just, it's just it's, we use just like avocado oil and um, and natural hemp oil, like full spectrum. So everything's all natural. Then we have proprietary where we blend it, so everything's good. And that's and that'll be a soothing effect and, and a, won't a get, healing effect. Yeah, it won't be. It won't get you like stoned or anything. No, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Arthritis. When when we're not allowed to. I'm not allowed to say anything it's like healing or anything. But when we, I'll say we got the customer testimonials were crazy when I launched the the the, the recreational lotion in Washington. We'd have people like when, when shops would run out, customers would call me like, "Oh, it's the only thing." Like, I use it. Like, I work long hours and I put it on. So my you can't wait to stuff. bring all that shit here, huh? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun time, and we're gonna make sure we get our hands on it. Obviously. Yeah. That's yeah. So so when you're so that besides that, in terms of the branding that you see, what what's like the bullshit? Like what should people look out for on labels? What should people look in for? Like when they're when they're buying stuff, so they try to look for for, should it be a certain color? Should things look a certain way? Should you know? I mean, try to look for stuff that's lab tested, like real lab results. You should have like a QR code on most products now, 
And um, look, don't like a lot of stuff is THC free, which doesn't really. I don't. I'm not a big believer in in total fractalation of the cannabinoids. I don't think it works. So try to try to like find something that's like real full spectrum and not broad spectrum, and you should should get a lot better result outcome. Again, everyone's different. So like, it's like the basic of pharmacology that every single person's different. So you got to remember that with with anything you're trying, yeah. For any reason, recreational or medicinal. That's a very it's a very good point. Yeah, I um. I just, I, I think in, in, when people talk about, like somebody said the other day, um, you know, if you see the cartridge, like when you have a cartridge, a, a mm. weed cartridge, like if you, if you flip like, it upside down, if it doesn't, you know, drip or whatever, like it's a bad thing. Like how do you, are there little telltales and all this shit to like really figure out what your shit is and if it's good or not or no? Yeah. Carts is there a is color a it should beast. be? Like what it should be? How do you so, tell? So that's the thing with carts. So it's going to change. So it could come out originally it could be really clear. And if it was exposed to sunlight and oxidation, then it'll turn like a yellow or a brown. So it could just be aged because oil could be fine. Um, there's so many things to worry about with carts. Um, is the hardware clean? So like a big problem we were having recreationally was that a lot of the carts, one of the filaments contains lead and cannabis is a solvent and it leaches the lead into the cannabis. And then you're lighting the cannabis and the lead into vapor and exposing that to your lungs. So luckily it was caught really, really early because they had, do we, they do do heavy meta testing on some of the stuff, but um, that could have been a potentially like really, really bad nationwide issue. Damn. So yeah. So I'm sure some of those carts are still out there because it's a lot cheaper to do it that way. So there has been a big shift though. And I think most of the carts are now lead free, but yeah, there's a lot of things to think about. And then your oil, like, you don't know like where the base material is. And then a lot of the brands you're seeing, like you're going to buy on the street are just all fake packaging. Like you can go on Alibaba and find 50 different, probably even real brands and fake brands and just buy it and then put whatever in them. It's like hot dog water is the big joke over the last couple (laughs) of years. Just fill them with hot dog water. That's like a term for like just dirty oil. So hot dog water, you fill it up and just send it off to some poor son of a bitch. Who's now going to smoke it and get all fucking crazy. Something that's, like that. That's bad, man. That's why you got to go to Wampum for your for your oils. You got to go, um, you know, get some real shit. Find yeah, find try your, to find real shit. Find real shit. Try yeah. to go go to get some real sources. I don't care where you are. We have a lot of listeners yeah. on the show. Anywhere are you are, just from, trying to try to get a good trusted source. Right. Clean meds are important. There we have a lot, lot of listeners. We have a lot of listeners stuff. in weed legal states. Mass. I know I have a lot yeah. of Massachusetts and listeners in California, and so these kids need to know too, because you know. Yeah, you might think you're saving twenty bucks, but you might be. Don't Not go deal hop and deal of the day, so. guys. You might get some boo boo in your yeah, especially in your with cards. Don't stay away from boof cards. Yeah, you'll thank yourself in the long run. So, so the transition now after after uh, you know you've launched this brand and now you're you're crushing the the recreational game and and now you're bringing this over and and uh, eventually and and tying everything together and you know is glass next? Are you guys gonna blow your own glass? Or are you just gonna let the professionals take care of that? You're gonna like what? What's what's we're the, not. I mean, what's the future? What is the overall goal so of Wampum? Doing, do you guys want to eventually end up and be like the apple of weed? Like, what are you guys trying to be the end game? What's the end game for Wampum? I don't think the apple or of fresh. weed is going to ever be successful. Well, what so is what is the that, end game no. for Fresh Co? Oh, I don't know. Fresh is yeah, just it's an ever forming, ever forming. But no, Wampum, Wampum. The glass is really cool. That's an interesting question. Um, we're not going to actually blow. Like, I don't think glass. Maybe maybe I'd try one time just for fun, but. We've worked with a lot of really good glass blowers like Long Island Glass, and we, we just did some Dirty Bird bongs like Laser Etch that came out really sick. Love it. Yeah, and so we're doing other products. Like we're, I want to like, we're Dirty really Bird expanding. Shirt my favorite shirt I own. Yeah, like so Wampum's really just a lifestyle brand, right? It's not skating. It's not art. It's not surfing. Right, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's everything. So it's a lifestyle. So a big part of that is like the cannabis side. And so like we've been expanding on like that product line a lot. So we did like the limited edition bongs. We're going to do more of those. We're do, we just did a bunch of grinders with like – really cool uh, anchor logos on them. And then we're going to do like ashtrays. And we did a bunch of, we did uh, with this artist from Oregon, we did, um, we did a bunch of hand pipes. I think they all sold already, but um, yeah, we've been doing like really cool. Collab- we just want to keep collabing with different brands. Well, that's how you stay successful. You stay so, fresh. You stay, I think that uh, speaks to the name of the brand. You know, you stay yeah, fresh. You, you exactly. constantly yeah, you staying new. Like you said, like water, yeah, you know, you stay innovating and you got to keep, keep ducking, keep dodging, evade, make moves. 
Yeah, man, that's that's great. That's how you have to keep it in the business, though, because I think that's going back to what we were talking about, like transforming retail or how do you stay relevant in retail in a so crowded hard. market. Let's talk about that. I mean, the Hamptons right now is a crowded market to be in retail wise. I mean, the, the commercial real estate, while it being not the highest it's ever been, you know, it's actually kind of decent at this current moment yeah. um, as re- residential real estate's taken off. That's but insane. But, you know, the commercial side still, like square footage per what you need to spend to keep the lights on and get everything going. I mean, you yeah. can't, it's almost impossible to start a business unless you got in early or you, you know, yeah, actually that's really it. Fortunate. Got in early, yeah, I think, is the only option at this point. I don't think there's another option. Expanding, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Retail's really tough. But thankfully, the internet's definitely the savior. Like, we, we sell a lot of clothes online, so that's... Really? Oh, so is, so is that a big driver of yeah, business is big, online yeah. shopping? Absolutely. Uh, WampumNY.com. WampumNY.com, guys. www.wampumny.com. Get all your gear. Shit is dope. Yes, sir. We got a new line dropping. A bunch of new t-shirts uh, next week and some new hats. Next week, new line dropping. We'll probably... But How it'll often be do you like produce new lines? Out when this is out. We used to do new shirts like every week. It was crazy. We, or every two you weeks. You had the screen press, if I can't remember, yeah. in yeah, the store. Yeah, we used store. to press our own shirts and we would in put out store. graphics like every two weeks or every right. week for a long time. And then now we we did like, we focused on head, headwear really big because the hats were doing good and like we love to wear hats. So um, we focused on the headwear and I always have did more like on. a whole line and focused on wholesale and online as we like as we transitioned away from like having so many retail stores. So that's kind of been the, the focus of the company is like online and wholesale. There's the a rumor that you have dad hats coming. Yes, we finally have a dad hat. Wow. This is a big move for you because I know you hate yeah. dad hats. You're a snapback guy. You're a snapback king. Yeah, I'm king. not a big fan, but you're the everyone snapback wants king, one, dude. So. I, Wampum yeah. has never been a dad hat. It's always never. been. We've done five. We've five done every, panels we've done are five fresh, panels. though. The five panels We're lasted me forever. Panels, yeah. I had the everyone Paisley five them. panel oh, forever, and that lasted me. I Honestly, it might still be somewhere. I just don't know where it is. It's just like lost. Or it's like at a friend's house in California somewhere. That hat's still hanging. Like, there's no way anybody just saw that and threw it out. No, no chance. That's, that's yeah, the, no we're chance. doing more five panels. We're going to do another bucket hat because we haven't done a bucket hat in a while. Ooh. Yeah. Bucket. You know what you got to do? One of those straw hats for the beach for gingers like me who can't, you know, who just burn up, you know? Maybe I need Maybe. a wampum sun hat, dude. Come yeah. on, hook me up. Swear a trucker hat. You'll be fine. Oh, a trucker hat works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All waterproof, too. Trucker All hats. waterproof trucker hat? Yeah. So I can go surfing with a backwards hat on, you're telling me? Get made fun of and get put on Cook Hampton? Do it. Tight. Get them clicks. Get them clicks. Get viral. But East Hampton and the Hamptons in general, I feel like there's a, a weird... How do you feel has shifted in the last, like, 10 years in terms of legality of weed? Like, in terms of... Not, like, legal shit, but, like, mentality of people in the town. Like, do you feel like it started off very conservative and everybody was like, no, weed's total taboo or did it kind of now you feel like people are chill with it and they're like, oh yeah, let's all smoke. Let's, let's whatever, you know, is there a mix? Like what, what's, what's your thoughts? I mean, growing up in Montauk, ever no one really gives a fuck because it's like artists, fishermen, like degenerates. People anyway. that smoke everyone, weed. Everyone smokes weed. Like everyone's pretty Shout out to Montauk, weed, you know? always holding it down. You'd be going to try to steal plants and school you know (laughs) yo i remember the stories you'd always hear like oh we were doing that jacked or or not really but that was like (laughs) i never really stole any plants i had my plants stolen a few times yeah i mean it happens but you'd always like your homie would go and be like i just got all these we got to figure out what to do with it and you could like cut it two weeks early it was trash trying to microwave it or something dry it out fast yeah everyone's been through that I, so, I, like, public opinion-wise, I mean, Montauk's always... Public so, you, know, you haven't, so you haven't chill. seen a shift Maybe, in Montauk then. It's I, always I, been the same. I would say over the last, like, couple years as, like, medical, and there's been, like, a pretty chill. But, I mean, the vibe out here is, like, if you're rich enough to come out here and chill, like, and someone's going to give you shit for smoking weed, like, they're going to buck. But I don't know. I just don't feel like... That's not really the Hamptons vibe. It's, like, you can come out here and get wasted in your own, own privacy. And, you know, it's supposed to just stay, like... that's It's like Vegas, kind of, like... Right, you can what happens out here want. stays out here. Right, stays out. Yeah, <laughs> only EJ's keeping tabs. Only EJ <laughs> is tally. keeping tabs. Bartenders <laughs> out there, they know the dirty stories. They know all your stories. But I, I feel like that's, you know, and 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 if Montauk was always more chill than anywhere else, East Hampton definitely wasn't. And I yeah. feel like now that there's more recreational kind of, um, East Hampton's always gonna be stuck up. They're not. I, I bet you they don't have weed stores. Well, they had Blue Train. They had the first head yeah, shop. Yeah, they did. They had the first head shop in all of. I forgot about that. Blue train. I didn't, couldn't go there. Blue train. Young. Yeah, we were young. It was. It was. A, we were both young. It was a very. That was a cool spot, though, man. That was. It was a cigar shop. That's yeah, what it was. It was a cigar, it was a cigar store. Too, yeah. But they had 
the guy was like a stoner that owned it. I've got, I'm, I'm so disrespectful yeah, like to one, whoever that like little thing owner is. Stuff, right? I feel bad. I don't know the guy's name, but yeah, it was. He sold like great, like high end weed pipes, like yeah. real ones, like you know, hundred and twenty dollar yeah. quality. Like you know, you could break it on a table. You couldn't even break it on a table type pipes. Yeah, we got some you can throw across the street. The guy said blue train hurricane glass. I don't know. It's I don't know. Super. I'll never forget some kid. The one of the first dispensaries or head shops I ever go to, and I walk in, and the kid's like trying to show off, and he's like. Yeah, so this is the the hurricane glass. Uh, this is the ultra super, and he, he goes to smash it on and the counter, it. shatters into a million pieces. <laughs> That's awesome. He gave me like two free joints. He gave me. Like, <laughs> he felt like such a dipshit that he just yeah. he immediately just like gave me a bunch of free shit. So <laughs> that was tight. And then I was, I was like, oh, this is yeah, this is all bullshit. Like people are bullshit. There's we have some we have some pretty strong ones. Silicone though, if you're gonna try to go I trust breakable. It. Silicone, yeah, but it, yeah, and that's with a glass insert. It's pretty chill. Glass We've insert with the silicone. You just throw it away for a couple of years, a little bit. Yeah. Are you big? Are you more of a glass smoker? Joints? What do you smoke? I smoke dabs mostly. Dabs. So you're full blown dabs now. Only live resin or live rosin, hash rosin. And that's like super bougie. Why is it like now? Because it's been so euphoric that you're spoiled, and you're like, I need to have this every time. Or, but do you get bored of being that high all the time? Like, like that do you euphoric get bored of being that. Like that euphoric, you know what I'm saying? Like if you enjoy something that much, do you get I mean, a you, tolerance? I take breaks. Yeah, my tolerance is stupid. I can smoke out. I probably you could you could hang out with Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg on the back of a bus. Yeah, I got to smoke with Willie Nelson before. That's tight. Tell that story. I was just working on a movie and we got we were chilling with him on the bus. We got to burn one. It's tight. He's you, a man. What are you were like a PA or something? Were you? I doing? was a director's assistant. Yeah. You're a D. Yeah, you were a, a DA, DA smoking yeah. with Willie Nelson yeah. on a set. My my boss didn't smoke. He's like, you can go. I was like, I bought Willie Nelson's uh, weed strand that he has, I guess, uh, yeah. Willie's Reserve or whatever it is. His I brand. bought that in his yeah. brand. Well, it know. was it was cool how he rolled it out, but I think it's still cool. It's, he did like it was it was good shit. It didn't get me like crazy. It's crazy it's like high. all his home. It's all like old. Farmers. In fairness, I only really smoke sativas, so I get you know I'm not really getting that he, crazy um, high. He he went to all like the people who used to hook him up with fire weed and gave them like his branding, which is sick. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So so now he's like exclusive contracted like, with like all go, these baby. growers and stuff yeah, that he knows all over and the, trusts. Any state, like and he, ones he likes. Wow! Yeah, awesome. So Willie Nelson is hustling. He's a G. G. Yeah. Awesome. Dude. Wow. He's such an awesome dude for weed. He's been an advocate forever. Ever, forever, forever. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, he's like been a legend, and he's never given a fuck. No, and that's what I love about man. him. He's, he's never cared. So he just plays his music and talks about weed, and he's a little hippie guy. And yeah, he's like the George Carlin, but like hippie version. Yeah. You know, like super hippie version. Man, if you could hang out with him and Carlin at the same time, it's probably a legend session. That would be the sickest. I think I think that would be one of the best smoke sessions of all time. So the best smoke sesh circle you could think of is Willie Nelson, George, George Carlin. Carlin, and Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Is that the is that the best? No, I think that's it. I think yeah. that's it. You go like Hendrix or Hendrix, no, I think he'd be wanting to party a little too hard. I think he You're would take it up out. a notch. Yeah, yeah, I think he'd be stepping up on that and going way too ham. He was full speed, I think. He, man, time. you know, if you, hey, if you can play guitar like that, you get to do whatever you want, I think. I don't think Fast. anybody can tell you what to do at that point. Never. Let that's him. like, that's how I feel about that. Like, if you're an artist like that and you're just the best person of your generation, like, people say what you want about, like, John Mayer, he's like a little douche or whatever he is, but, like, you can't say shit to that guy. Like, he was playing... Rip blues lines with Eric Clapton when he was like 16 years old, showing him up like how Hendrix showed him up. Like it was, it was wild. Like yeah. a guy, it's just, you get, you can't. Sometimes you just got to bow down and be like, "Damn, dude, this guy's whatever. He's legit." But yeah, John yeah. Mayer's all right. I worked with him before. Is he a dick? He's all right. He's not that bad. I uh, I had to watch him. I had to sit next to him and Jessica Simpson through a whole movie one time. I was Kind Jessica of Simpson is um very she's chill. She's she's uh seems very cool. She's pretty cool actually. She's funny. She, she seems like a like a sprite like she's like smart. Stupid. She like pretends to be stupid, but she's smart. Oh, see that's but that's how you got to navigate Hollywood. Like that's, yeah, she's like on that. She like she's, she's smart as shit. She understands. Yeah, yeah, she's way. Smart. She's so smart that she understands the game at yeah, a different she's level. She's so smart. So she's she's playing like, the game. I remember one time we were like, I think it was a rap party. She like said something and like I never realized. She's like, oh, I'll just being dumb. Like she like caught. She like knows. Like she knows it's full. She of shit. knows it's full. Yeah, she knows so how to play the game. She's cool. She's a salesman. Yeah, that's all it is. Do you? Uh, I wouldn't want to live that life. Speaking of singers, do you, are you going to any uh, shows this summer? Are you going to any live concerts or anything? 
don't know. Maybe the maybe maybe we're Sublime this weekend. Oh, you gonna go to that? I'm gonna go to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go to Sublime at the clubhouse. clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, I bought tickets. Maybe um, I gotta see it because you know what? I, I might saw go them to the Jones Smokers Beach Club thing. What is that? And kick it with Shipes and them. They got. They got oh, you're kicking here. it with Shipes. Johnny uh, making moves over here. I forget what it is, but they're, do, they're doing a show. He's been making moves forever, man. I got to get that guy on the podcast. He's he's made fucking serious moves, man. That guy yeah. has moved mountains since I was in the city. Fuck yeah. He's Ten years ago, he was doing, doing crazy shit, you know? Still still holding it down. Um, I don't know. No, no, no real plans. I want to see what's up with that. The big part, the one in the city. If they're going to do the big reopening show, but I haven't even heard anything about it. And then what and uh, other you can do like do you do that Rolling Loud do you do any of that shit I don't know maybe Coachella what do you, you Bonnaroo what do they got they got like thirty of those things now no festivals no music I've been there with Coachella it's chill you're like you're you I don't know you rather go to yeah we go I mean it's I don't even know is there even shows right now it's like such a weird time it is once it's back cracking in the city there's always stuff like. There's always stuff. There's always some back alley place. shit that you can go to in the city. Montauk, you're just going to see the same. Montauk, you're going to go to Shagwong, and you're going to go to Montaukit, and you're going to go to Memory, and you're going to go to Gig Shack, no. and you're just going to keep cycling and I've drinking your ass off. Done that's, that my whole life. That's what we do. Yeah. That's a vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. That's why I want them to develop Springs more low-key. I mean, Not I know I hate happen. to say that as a Springs guy, to be like, I don't want them to, like, I don't want them to develop it like it's some douchey condominium center. But I want them to like allow a couple so. restaurants to open and like another bar, like allow some people to like create a business. Why can't you? East Hampton's so anti. There's no commercial yeah. space. Like you can't buy anything to make some cool space. Like you can't build a cool business out here because it's so much money. Square footage, acreage is so much. The town should have taken that preservation money that they have from selling all these houses, and they should be taking that three hundred million dollars, and they should be putting a little chunk of it into buying up commercial space and auctioning it off like in a lottery to commercial business owners. That's what they should be doing. They should be doing shit like that. Why aren't we doing that? We're smart. Why can't we do that? I don't know. It sounds easy. It's all politics. I'm an idiot, but it sounds easy. Yeah. You know, where's that idea? Fuck, man. Well, you know, weed weed and uh, good vibes and skateboarding I guess we'll leave it on the Montauk skateboarding note. I mean, what's the future for Montauk skateboarding? We got Hopefully Bart holding it down. Soon. Shout out yeah, to Bart. Shout you out know, Bart. Montauk skateboarding. We've been uh, doing a bunch of fundraising. Get a hopefully get a whole new skate park built and working on some cool. So, parts. how did the fundraising go? Everything it's was been good so far. Yeah, everything's been yeah, solid. How can they good. donate? Plug in your links here. We want to uh, make sure. Just go to montaukskateboarding.com. You'll find the link. Montaukskateboarding.com. Montauk skateboard. Fundraiser or something. Montauk skateboard just fundraiser. Just Google it, dude. It's Don't a, be stupid. Yeah. Just Google it. Throw some money down. Throw some money down. Throw a twenty. Throw a fifty. Throw yeah. a hundred if you're balling. Throw so think, ten thousand if you're really balling. Yeah, it's all tax deductible. All tax deductible, guys. So that you hear that? If you're making mad crypto money, yeah, use that shit. Make tax Don't deductible. Give it to the Don't give it to the government. Give it to the skate park of Montauk. Yes, sir. Don't be stupid. So yeah, that's exciting. So that's great. Montauk Skateboarding. Follow them on Instagram. I think it's at Montauk Skateboarding. Um, You know, we're doing this in the community. We're we're trying to be out here. We're going to be doing a bunch more events. Like, we're going to start doing, like, cannabis informational events at the shop. Collabing. You're going to collab with Montauk Brew Co.? You're going to do a little Montauk and a little Montauk Wampum collab? Probably do. Beer and weed go great together. when When we first both started around the same time. I think we started, like, right before that. Oh, man. But that's great. And, uh, Wampum, uh, in Bridgehampton. Yeah, you can check through. that out. Legal weed there, all the D eight stuff. All the uh, all the legal stuff that you can procure yep. is there. Um, carts, beautiful stuff. Carts, edibles, amazing uh, products. Uh, you have fresh productions, which you're going to be looking out for in the future. Um, and then we got the Montauk uh, skate park, Montauk skateboarding. You, you know, gotta support the community. Always got to yeah. support the community. I think it's a trifecta, um, and I think you know what. Oh, and then we got it. There's an expo too for we're doing in the end of August, third week in August. I'm working with some people. We're doing a cannabis expo at the clubhouse too. Cannabis expo at the East Hampton so clubhouse. Is this breaking news? Uh, no, nah, they put it out there, but Ooh. hit me up for a promo code. All right. Hit him at, up for a promo code. Are you going to drop it right now? Yeah, you can. Well, you can hit, hit us at, at Wampum NY. We'll try to get the link in there, but yeah, hit Just him hit up. up. We'll get you. Hit him up on the Instagram for Wampum and he will hook you up with the link at clubhouse for the expo. 
Um, that's dope. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Third week in August. Yeah. Guys, mark your calendars. Third week in August weekend. You have another actual weekend, date? Yeah, I think. Just the whole weekend? Saturday. August 21st is the first ever Hamptons Weed Expo. Yeah. Come through. Come, Come through. Good times. Come through. Good times. Good vibes. Weed. Clubhouse is dope. Get some drinks. Yeah. Chill out. Learn some stuff. Learn some shit about weed. You know, I think it's important for people to learn about marijuana and educate themselves because I think we're in a crucial time where it's becoming recreational and people need to know the effects and the the uppers and the downers and the, you know, what's what's this strain and how it affects us this. And I think it's really important because now you have like parents smoking, you have older people smoking, you have grandmas, like whole, everybody. Everybody's smoking now. So you got to make sure you're, you're cognizant of what you're putting in your system and, you know, what you're smoking and how you're, I want to grow it, you know, a little, little grow, organic, yeah. keep it organic. And uh, we're going to learn a lot. And I think uh, the store and uh, the education that you do in the community with the weed, I think is perfect. So appreciate so, you coming on and thanks for having me. chatting with you, man, about good all times. this good stuff. We're going to smoke a little duber and call this a day. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Lennon, thank you. Cheers, thanks. brother. Cheers.